Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to recommend another podcast that you'll like if you like Get Up in the Cool. It's basic folk, and it's just lovely personal conversations between musicians and Cindy Howes, a well-versed public radio host and music curator, and guest host Lizzie No, a talented singer-songwriter. They're great and they ask warm, funny, and insightful questions, and they're fostering the larger folk community and offering some counter-narratives to an often misunderstood genre. You all know that I'm a sucker for discourse about folk music and stuff like that, and this show definitely scratches that itch for me. It checks that box. Speaking of which, their definition of folk is extremely broad, so you'll hear interviews from folks like Amethyst Kaya, Tom Rush, The Lumineers, and you'll hear a ton of Get Up in the Cool guests on there too, like Jake Blunt and Issa Burke. I was just listening to their episode with Mark Kiliansky, and it was delightful. You should go listen to it. You can find it in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. And I put a link in the show notes to the Basic Folk website, which has subscription links to all of the big podcast providers. So go subscribe. Happy binging. Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are Nicole Ball and Max Rainwater. We recorded this in my front yard a few weeks ago. Make sure to stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with Nicole and Max. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Please. <laughs> 
Arthur Smith uh, by way of Ralph Blizzard <laughs> and the New Southern Ramblers. Uh, oh, wow. What a cool tune. Uh, especially like the part that goes... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, I thought... But then the blues keeps happening. <laughs> it's, yeah, it was a little bit... Uh, unmooring uh, in a very pleasant way. Yeah, it's the A and the, the A and the A prime. That's yeah, how I like to think about it. <laughs> it's real good. Yeah, Nicole Ball. Yes, and Max Rainwater. Welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you so much. Thanks Cameron for Duet. having us. Also, uh, Bowden. Uh, baby Bowden. I don't know which last name he has, he has or mine. a different one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a rainwater. Yeah. <laughs> So he'll be uh, joining us in with some coos in the background, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's some got coos he, and oz. He likes hitting things on beat so far. It's real nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. And if you take whatever he's hitting away, he doesn't like that as much. Yeah. So he. he we want to do clap. Yeah, he's got something. <laughs> he's got something in him that that, that you know, I I I'd like to think we'll get him on. You know, on beat before he knows any different, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasons to want to hit, and kids have to want to hit for all sorts of reasons and there's a lot of ways that you can channel that hopefully hopefully in a positive <laughs> yeah, way <absolutely>, yeah. <laughs> yeah wow he's looking like he's getting into something good now putting the egg in the dump truck by the look of it florida blues florida blues yeah that's arthur smith and then like i said by way of uh ralph blizzard and the new southern ramblers who's uh that's phil jameson gordy henners mm. and andy deaver on that original tape. I think they're um, Swannanoa. And when he says tape, he means we it's a tape. We have the cassette tape. That's where he learned it from. Because we only had a cassette player in our van. Well. Well, then we got a CD player. But before. (laughs) Yeah. But for some reason, I actually can't find that that recording on. It's a white. It's a white. Ralph Blizzard Fiddles, the New Southern Ramblers. White cassette tape. And I can't. Or white record. With a picture of the band on the cover, and I can't seem to find it on, on uh, like streaming platform, huh. so or YouTube for that matter. Well, but it sounds yeah. like you were able to internalize at least some of it before you've worn the tape out. Right before, <laughs> yeah, before I worn the tape. Well, actually, what I did is I digitized the tape. Oh, very good. Yeah, so I, so I, I uh, now I have it on, on my, um, I guess you know, as Pro Tools. So before tapes would run, they have a a lifespan, cassette tapes, I guess. I haven't thought of that. Yeah, eventually they'll start sounding a little... Some some extra squeals (laughs) that weren't in the original. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually, it's pretty pretty interesting how, from Arthur Smith anyway, the tune has been, uh, at least that particular tune, seems to be pretty crystallized. Like everybody does that little bam 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 It's just like a little riff in that tune. Yeah. And other than that, it's pretty, it's pretty. Crisp. I mean, like you were saying, it's just like the blues. It's just like keeps on, keeps on trucking on the blues. But then Ralph Blizzard, I mean, he plays really improvisatory style, like a longbow kind of all over the place style. That's just super, um, super chromatic, super, super, um, super noty and chromatic, but at the same time, like really dirty and and. Yeah. And he 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 would like to say that he would never play it the same way once. So that's the Ralph Blizzard. That's the Ralph Blizzard line, yeah. Yeah, this is uh you know, people like to pretend that there's sort of like an old time canon or that like everyone can agree on what old time music is. And when I play tunes with the two of you, 
I have to play really differently um, because maybe there isn't a specific uh, sort of uh, canonical like claw hammer role to be played in the in the sub genre of all time that you two play. Uh huh. And uh, I think a big part of that <laughs> is proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just so happy that we're getting into this discussion right off the top. Part of it is what, Cam? Is how improvisatory the fiddling is. And um, it, it, you know, it it forces me to uh, sort of zen out and not pay attention to uh, the specific pathways that you're taking, mm. which maybe I would if I if we were playing like a Kentucky tune. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my 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 personal style, like, and ever since I was a, a kid, I've always been interested in, I guess, what I would call Southern Appalachian fiddling, right? Because like, we're in a moment where titles and terminology is becoming very gray. I think for sure. a lot of these for a lot of these different types of music. Um, and, and, and some people are trying to are very precious about them and some people are like want to have fights about right and I would, <laughs> yeah. I would call myself yeah. I would put myself in the in the other camp where it's like where it's like I would rather I like to think of like traditional American music as what we're playing right because like the blues blues fiddling yeah who knows whom was influencing whom um, and in, in what geographical locations yeah and so, I mean, Arthur Smith has a lot of tunes that have become very, I don't know if this would necessarily be called one of them, but yeah, have become very, like you were, what you were talking about, um, uh, precious or, or notified, if you will, notarized, let's say, where it's like, <laughs> sure. this is the melody. So this is how it goes. But no, I mean, as you know, like the more, the more like, anyway. <laughs> the, the rubber, my repertoire, my repertoire, like when I play Fork and Deer, for example, like Fork and Deer, I like to play, I like to play a version that is actually, um, like, old, I like to play the Clark Kessinger version, so to speak, where the, the changes haven't even been, haven't even, they play the one chord in the bridge, and the, on the second part. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so, like nowadays, everybody will play the five chord on the on the B part. Yeah, that's like for a lot of people, that's the tune. Like that's how that's it is. How yeah. it feels. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, I guess the I guess the point the point being like, I'm not sure exactly where we're where we're where we're where we started or where we're going. But but Me when you're either. talking about the the improv behind the fiddle playing, it's it's exciting when the entire band is on board for for like their role you know like that's something i talked to to nicole a lot about like like i need the rhythm to drive to drive ahead yeah because otherwise my fiddle playing is just going to fall apart because yeah. like because there's so much syncopation and so much kind of it's not as much improvisation as just like falling onto the, falling on the melody like one way or another you know that's it <laughs> that's something that seems worth <laughs> repeating it's not so much improvisation <laughs> It's just falling onto the melody one way or another. Yeah, that's a powerful <laughs> sentence. Falling with Have style? you said that sentence? No, before? no. I mean, not in that. Not, not. Yeah, to, not it's very Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. That's Big what Buzz I was Lightyear. But the energy. point is, like, the band needs to be on board for that. The band needs to be aware that, like, has to have the form of the tune for number one yeah. priorities. Like, the the form of the tune is like not the fiddle player's job. It's the band. It's the whole band to like, like, 
allow for uh, one, the one thing I have heard described is the, the rhythm accompaniment being the lattice and the melody being the vine. So the the, the, the trellis, the trellis for the vine. Yeah, sure. So so the, 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 if 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 the if the if the rhythm is 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 stock, um, like uh, and driving and powerful and the engine, then you know the melody would, the melody can. Would you say that? So would you say it's less friendly um, to play in this way? It's more like you want to find like a, a solid group that's like down to do what you're doing. Rather, it's not it's that's not as open. It's not as open. I don't know. That's that's yeah, we can my, from my that. perspective. <laughs> Not everything has what, to be open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes right. you have to it's close a up a little thing. bit in order to do a specific thing and not have it be deleted. But wait, mm -hmm. but wait, because there's I, a role in gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean you have to be mean. So one thing I like to do, especially it's funny that we start with that Florida blues tune, is like I like to teach that tune as a very beginner, a very beginner tune, and and this is this is um um with a lot of fiddle tunes a lot of fiddle tunes i really like to teach to beginners as i don't want to say boiled down because that's an over that's it's an over boiled down it's over it's that, that yeah. yeah the phrase boiled down is way <laughs> over is boi way boiled down but yeah um i like to i like to 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 show a student how they could begin to improvise on a tune and how to memorize the tune by by having a like a core a core melody to the to that tune. Or you call it a shape often. Shape, or, shape. Or, or the form. You can call it like it's, it applies to the, having a form as well. Well, play me your how you would teach this to a student version. Because like honestly, sure. I have no idea how I'd boil that tune down. Right. Mm. Or not boil Ooh, it down. Oh yeah, good point. So how yeah, let's you? hear it. So here we go. Okay, so one, yeah. two, a five, six, seven, eight. A little slower. That's a hard bit at the end. Maybe I should have had you do that first. Because like, I'm like, okay, I can hear the direction in that. And I can hear now how that is related to what you pl played earlier. Well, yeah, so... so all right, the, the, the connecting thread here. What you, what you started the interview on with, with following an improvisatory fiddler. Yeah. Um, and just my, my playing style and my teaching style and... Um, just in general how I like to learn this music is to I like to be able to convey what the tune what the tune is saying what the tune is marking that's what I usually I, I have to yeah. choose choose words carefully about like like the, the tunes have their hallmarks right yeah and if you can if you can convey that either to an audience person or somebody who's trying to learn the tune or your fellow jammers and make something out of that, yeah. of the marks, of the hallmarks of the tune, that to me is like why this music is enjoyable. Huh. And why I don't really put a label on one style or another of what I'm doing. Sure. It's to me, it's just more about like, are you able to have this, have this interaction where like, the 
chord changes are an important part of it. Counterplaying off of one one another is an important important part of it, and the melody is definitely an important part of it. But but the melody is like literally what we're just like. What is the melody? Well, that's like, the, yeah, that's okay, the whole, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the melody? Yeah, no, I I like what, what I feel like. What you're saying is that every tune is sort of a philosophical discussion about what the tune is, and your if you know the tune. You're saying, I know the parts of the tune that are the tune. And, and, I, and I know, like, I feel like uh, cl- the, some of the best Clawhammer banjo players have to play this game as well, because usually they're heavily abstracting a melody. Like, um, you, have you ever met Hilary Burhans? She, she, she played banjo in a, like a contra dance band for a super long time, but also plays a lot of old time music. And I think they did that old time music for contra dances, did, did that whole thing as well. But uh, she's one of my favorite banjo players and she plays like pretty consistently, I would say 60% of the melody notes. A lot of quarter note outlines with just enough connective tissue to put together the lines that wouldn't make sense to just do quarter notes if you're counting a shuffle as eighth notes. Mm -hmm. And um, so she's playing very few notes ultimately. But the notes that she's playing, I'm like, you're absolutely right. That is that tune. Those are the important notes mm-hmm. that you With know. Only sixty percent. You can. Yeah. Well, it has this kind of. It's yeah. kind of like looking at it through fog, right? It's kind yeah. of like it's kind of like the shape is there, right? Yeah. And I agree with I agree with that style of. Especially for banjo, right? Because banjo, yeah, you kind of have to pick out like what are the most important notes. <laughs> yeah. But you're sort of doing a. You're approaching that from the other side in a sort of almost maximalist sense, you know, because you're not saying I'm only going to play the important notes. You're saying I'm going to return to the important notes when I when I'm not doing literally everything else. When I'm finished. <laughs> yeah, when I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, well, when I'm good and ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another part of the the role I think of the. So we'll get into as soon as we get into like this this. East Texas Serenaders business. Yeah, the the roles are even more clearly delineated, yeah. um, and there's less. And we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk we'll talk about that later. There's a lot less room for improvisation. Sure. Um, than on like say this blues tune that we just played. Um. But yeah, what in 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 a more like let's say in a more traditionally. Um, jam circle base. Uh, um, We're rolling our eyes at the weed whacker, not at you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or at least no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, okay. oh, should, yeah. should we lean in a bit? And, and anyway, um, in more jam circle styles, like the, the the rolls of the instruments get a little bit, little bit mishmashed. I think like some guitar players like to play backup runs. Some banjo players play a bum ditty accompanying style or a more um, count, contrapuntal style, you know, yeah. and so, so it's it's amazing to me to hear melodies like voiced on banjo or on guitar or or anything for that matter, because like, like the players that that are hip to to to, you know, listening for those kind of overlaps and playing with them and pulling them apart as as they desire, um, are those people that do I think do have the capacity to play these. M- melodic elements of the music 
but with with a with a very I, I, you know, traditionally, you know, the fiddle takes the melody in, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so tr fiddlers traditionally, you know, get get labeled as the um, the, the gatekeepers, right? Like, sure. if you will. Yeah. Um, but to me, to me, the the turn, the turn, the twists and turns, and and the 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 hallmarks, like we were talking about, of melodies appear differently across different sure. instruments, and that's what that that to me is why tunes have staying have have staying power in like the tradition because yeah. there's so much fun to to get at on on a banjo or on a on a fiddle or anything of that well let's play another tune what yeah do you let's do next let's do um let me think what's one that we oh I, we got a fun one that you'll love to jam on with us it's the it's a it's a version of sail away ladies but it's recorded by kenny baker oh awesome oh wait yeah. i think i may i might know this one. baker's dozen I think he might be stuck. Can I move him around? Yeah, please yeah, do. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever you think you need. What if you faced this way? Oh, yeah, up the slope. Up. Hello. There. How's that? For Call you? me on the phone, Bo. <laughs> Give me a ring um, anytime. <laughs> oh, buddy. I think this is this one's been played once on the show about three and a half, four years ago. Really? I think we've done this because it has this. It has this big. A uh, D riff, like uh, like a, D, a a dominant seven riff, doesn't it? It's a variation that he plays pretty consistently every other time. No, this is a this is let's see. He may have done another version, but this is off of um, this is Sail Away Ladies off of Baker's Dozen. I swear there is a part that he plays pretty consistently every other time where he goes. Uh, Doesn't he do that? I think so. Cameron's right. <laughs> <laughs> we so can do cool. we can do however you want. Yeah, I remember hearing it and I was like, oh. Are the, yeah. the chords the same? Not exactly. I, I think, think that time two. he goes over a, a five, but you could still do two five on. Oh yeah, blow, blow that. That's, that sounds cool. Um,
I so love fun. I love that Kenny Baker Sailor Oil Ladies. I wish I wish that was the main one that everyone played. Those chords are so sweet. Let's um, make a petition. Yeah. Change.org. <laughs> Those always well, work. Have, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do baby holding at any sure. time oh, if you thanks. need to uh, uh, give an okay. example on the fiddle or whatever. Yeah. Just maybe let me know. so, maybe yeah. not. I mean, mm. now we want to dovetail that back to what we were oh, yeah. talking so about beforehand. Did, yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> There's another example of like learning a version of something versus having a jam with somebody. Like, there I brought a version of a tune. Just so happened that Cameron knew it better knew it, than knew you. it even better and had the, the lick on deck that that I was missing, and and that's what that's what makes it that's what makes it more that's what takes it to the next level of 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 su super super jam or super like you know I'm not trying to be like a selective jammer but what I what I like is when when everybody's able to communicate about the tune yeah as similar similar reference point uh, I I'm curious like so you obviously play all-time music with other people and not just your partner mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, it seems like you probably play a very different role in some of this. Uh, old, is it old time? Is it bluegrass? Is it both like um, more, a little bit more chord focused music? Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about this tune. It, it does this very, like this sort of thing that maybe would be like dismissed as like a kind of a sweetheart chord progression, <laughs> which is it goes to a minor six and then to the yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If mm -hmm. you do that yeah. in other traditions, maybe some curmudgeons would be like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. But this tune, it's just so like indulgent and like yeah, sentimental. Yeah, it's like the crux of the tune. It's, it's what it's the tune like is, the is that moment. Mean, meanwhile, yeah. it's yeah. like it's like your A1 old time Hi. melody. Right here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's uh, a new tuner. <laughs> so, Great. Uh, sorry, you're saying. Well, it's like it's like one of the, one of the the old old time, and now we need to get into the discussion about whether we can still call old time music old time music, but that's for later. Um, oh, because it has a minor in it. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, a whole other one. Yeah, some people like to have that discussion, but it feels so. Yeah. Just like, why is that a discussion? Yeah. Obviously, old time music has minor chords in it all right. the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. No. Um, Sail away, ladies. Right. Like, um, don't you rock 'em, daddyo? Don't you rock 'em, daddyo? That's that's one. That's one that really pervades this tradition right like everybody has heard somewhere yeah. in the back of their mind but then what we're doing is you know is um something distinctly not traditional right like something like something that deviates right at the beginning of the song from what would ordinarily be called the tonal center of the song right so like, yeah so i don't know but we can all talk about it because we've all heard it yeah, it's such a distinctive take on something that maybe is as close to canonical in old-time music as you can get, like Sail Away Ladies. You know, maybe Arkansas Traveler and a few right. others are the only right. like, turkey in the straw. Right, you well, you're putting, you're, put, you're, you're putting your finger on a camera. You're so eloquent, right? Like, it's like... Uh, Thank you, Max. <laughs> you, have, no, you have a good way, you have a good way of, of kind of 
um, bottling up these ramblings of like, we're, we're, it's basically my job. We <laughs> are help people bottle their ramblings wow. and maybe provide a few more. We should do some more sessions. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is couples counseling. This therapy, right yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious, uh, Nicole, uh, if, if, what are the ways that maybe you've had to like do some code switching, if you will, when like playing with different fiddlers, accompanying different musicians, uh, to what extent do you change what you're doing to like adapt it to someone's style? To what extent is it intuitive or like, oh, I'm going to make specific intellectual decisions, Mm -hmm. you know, about changing how you would back someone up? You know, I'm afraid I don't get so deep. Um, (laughs) I, you know, playing with Max, I, um, he mostly just wants me to play loud and, uh, you know, I, I try and play loud bass notes for him to be the trellis. (laughs) Yeah. To be, yeah, the trellis, I'm the trellis, right? Sure. Um, and yeah, so like I, I try to take that to other players as well and, you know, I um, I've only I've only been playing guitar for about six years or so. Um, so actually, a lot of what I know oh. comes from Max himself. Um, <laughs> what did you did you play anything before that? No. Did you dance before that? I did. I um, I started dancing a couple years before that. Doing uh, flat footing was yeah. my gateway drug. Yeah. Uh, into the old time world. Um, yeah, I started dancing and then I was like, wait, I think this would be more fun if I was playing too. Yeah, or at least had another <laughs> option. Yeah, yeah. right. Because <laughs> right, I would right, imagine, right. I mean, I know that guitar playing can get tiring. If you do that forever, it would be great to be have, take mm-hmm. a break and do something else. Sure. But I would imagine the other way around well. As well. and there's a lot of guitar players sure. <laughs> out there, but... But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, and it's been such a fun journey uh, to go from dancing where I kind of started to learn to hear the tunes and then, you know, learn to play by ear um, after that, you know, so yeah, and it's I would, been a very natural sort of transition. I would imagine, you, yeah, you would have, uh, if you're learning tunes with your feet, that's mm-hmm. even more. Well, you talk about that a lot. Yeah. You talk about how if you know, if you know the tune, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can dance yeah, to just, it much yeah, yeah, playing like the rhythm of the, the tune. Yeah, it's it's a little bit harder dancing to a tune, obviously, that you never heard before. But not not harder, but different. And, you know, it, it's sort of like any any instrument sitting down and playing a tune that you don't know. You, you pick it up the second or third time around. Yeah. You know? Or maybe by the, the last time around, right. you finally catch it and then they kick their foot up and then over <laughs> when you just this finally all got all there, the changes yeah. <laughs> i think maybe yeah. you're the first person that i've mm-hmm. interviewed that's been part of there's like a, a crew there was there's like a thing in in new york city yeah what's it called city stompers city stompers yeah so city stompers led by megan downs um that's uh you know i saw i saw some cloggers dancing at newport folk festival uh shout out to becky hill and uh matt allwell (laughs) um and uh yeah i saw them dancing and i came back and i googled it and i found the city stompers new york city's only uh clogging instruction flat footing instruction and i started taking lessons and um you know they've kind of uh, put on a lot of events since then we, we well in the before times we did you know a monthly uh, dance party hoedown and um, just a lot of different uh, dance square, bringing square dancing to the New York City parks um, uh, in the summertime things like that 
Um, so it's been it's been really great. I think it's been really great for the old time community and like you know uh, giving musicians work and yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been awesome to be a part of it. Yeah, it seems like there's this like very there's like a every time I've seen City Stompers together, there's like some like big family feelings. <laughs> like you all seem very close. Uh -huh. Or like there's a lot of closeness in there and uh yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I get a little jealous. Of that, of <laughs> well, that. You're, you're welcome to join us. Yes. <laughs> do, you have, do you take remote? Uh, <laughs> well, we do. We should now. I mean, yeah. yeah. Everything should be remote, right? Virtual. City Stompers. We're going to play at what? Watermelon Park. Yeah. Yeah. We. Um, oh my God. I'm losing him. That's where Nicole's going next. Here. Yeah, we'll be down at Watermelon Park in uh, what September? Oh, okay. great. I think it is. Cool. I'll, I'll put a link to it. Oh, great. In the thing. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and and I'll awesome. release it before September. My All backlog's right. not that big. <laughs> I haven't been out of the <laughs> pandemic for that long. Uh, I mean, do, well, do you, since we're talking about dancing, like, do you, did you have a tune in mind that we could? We kind of don't. But we can generate. We can, we generate, can generate a tune. A tune. Yeah. Um, do you want to? Do that, do that tune. Do you sure. know the tune, Old Yeller Dog? Come of course. Yeah, fun one then. I love that one. Do that in G. Yeah. Oh, oh and it's in G too. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Cool. So we uh, hopefully are good with baby stuff for a little bit. I am bouncing the baby in a little seat and... He seems to be loving it so far. Yeah, he wants out. <laughs> uh, but while, he's, while he seems to be satisfied with that, hopefully, uh yeah let's let's do two let's, let's oh, get yeah. a, a tune I also want to say that I oh, we were traveling here to Portland uh didn't bring my dance shoes so I'm wearing some of these what do you how do you describe these these are they like toe, the five finger <laughs> yeah they're like those toe like, shoes they're toe toe runners yeah toe, they're like yeah. those like crusty so it's my first time dancing yeah. in them they're kind of like it's kind of like you're in your bare feet which is nice so we'll see how it sounds. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Becca. Yeah, That's thanks right. Becca for <laughs> sharing her toe shoes with me. Oh, and sh shout out to Amy Hawkinson for uh, supplying this. Yes, uh, thank you. This dance board. Thanks, Amy Hawkinson. Yeah. Okay. And Becca. All right. Old Yeller Dog, come tron through the meeting house. <laughs>
that was fun. <laughs> that was cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> I looked down at Bo and he, yeah, was, he, was, he was flying. He was like, yeah. Oh, he's good. He's good. He might try. He's going to yeah, go for those cords. Cords, yeah. So let's scoot him over there. I was going to say, he might be okay in the grass, just out with some okay. toys. Yeah. Well, you want to go in the grass for a while? So if you started playing guitar six years ago, when, how long before that were you playing old time music with your feet? Um, maybe like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so, and I, I'm like a really terrible dancer generally oh like at so, like, a wedding it took me, yeah, like, or a yeah, club yeah at yeah. the club um the club. so <laughs> so i feel like it took me like longer than probably most people like i don't know i just i've ever since then i've met so many flat footers and people just seem to pick it up so quickly you musician types <laughs> and i feel like it just took me like a really long time mm. to like to learn it but um but it was worth it well, I'm still learning. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was very, uh, as a musician, speaking as a musician type, to another musician type, <laughs> sure. yourself, uh, that was uh, very musically engaging. Oh, thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Good melody. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Thank is, you. Is that where you two met in the old time scene in New York then? Yeah, in fact, we met at the Ashokan Center for Music and Dance in at Southern Week. And that's in the Catskills in New York. Yep, this is Jay Unger and Molly Mason's fiddle and dance camps that go all summer. Um, Nicole and I met at Southern Week, which takes place in August, which is about, you know, um, Appalachian music and also... Cajun Zydeco. Cajun Zydeco music and a uh, smattering of other interesting um, one-off classes, too. Square dancing early, Zydeco late. <laughs> yeah, every night there's a dance. Uh, by day there's classes. These are, these are the camps that Jay started, um, uh, and then wrote Ashokan Farewell after after having run his first one. Um, Sorry, he wrote Ashokan Farewell. Mm -hmm. Jay Unger. Jay Unger is yeah. He's a he's a violinist in the. I mean, yeah, I'm familiar with him, but I've, for some reason, I just thought that. That tune was a lot older oh, no. than yeah, someone no, who's Jay, still running Jay camps. Yeah, Jay Unger wrote that sound, in 1982 or 1981 or something after the Ashokan Field Campus is a piece of property that was originally, well, as far back as this story goes, was owned by State University of New York um, as a field campus to the New Paltz um, school. So, so they would hold environment, I don't know if it was the environmental program or what, would do field trips out there on the campus. And then during the summer months, uh, Jay would rent it from, from the university to hold his music camps. And then over time, they were getting ready to, and that's when Ashokan Farewell and everything was written and the tradition oh. of uh, music camps were started at Ashokan. But the, the, the great part of this story is that they were gonna sell the campus, the university was gonna sell the campus, to a logging company and Jay Unger and Molly Mason actually started the Ashokan Foundation, which was a nonprofit organization. Um, and, you know, they formed a board and they were actually able to, to buy that piece of land from 
uh, the Sunni system without it going into the hands of a logger. And so now they have the Ashokan Center is its is its own is its own uh, entity um, held on that <clears throat> that has has um, education programs throughout the year for school groups, and then during the summer, like I mentioned, there are the music and dance camps yeah. for for adults and kids. Huh. So, yep. Yeah. And, and that's and you two met at Southern Week. At Southern Week in yeah. 2016. Yeah. Not very long ago. Mm-hmm. It feels like forever ago. It does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long five years. <laughs> Especially this, this last, last year. One, yeah. Yeah. It's a whole decade. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I always love having all-time couples on to talk about. Okay, so like, did you like? dance at a square dance did you zydeco dance together like how did you what was that's it cameron that's how it, <laughs> it all was went. dancing yeah yeah i would say <laughs> yep yeah and then, that'll uh, do it yeah and then we um just became friends playing i mean i was playing for city stompers occasionally or seeing nicole in the scene and went to a lot of festivals and you know just that's that's how it happens yeah. Have you had um, any couples have a fight uh, in an interview? Oh or yeah, like, yeah. It gets weird. Gets does it get awkward? Yeah. <laughs> or or like sometimes awkward and like mm, how the hell am I going to edit this? And other times and I'm like, wow, this is like electric. <laughs> like you know, like I'm like this, this, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's different kinds of. Sometimes it's like, wow, you guys are good at fighting. <laughs> this is amazing. So I'll I'll let. The listeners go back. Yeah, we don't have to name any names. No, and yeah, no. listen for the little um, editing artifacts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but they're out there. There was recently like an old time duet. Or, uh, oh yeah, the, the sweethearts. The sweethearts. Yeah, I yeah. want. I need to check that out. Like all the old time sweethearts put together an yeah. album. Some good sweethearts like, on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. I haven't heard about this. All the celebrity old time <laughs> couples. It's, it's it's an idea like like made for the old time music shit posting yeah. group. <laughs> like basically, they're like we, they don't have enough things to joke yeah, about. Really. All right, well now, <laughs> yeah. are we gonna get into the the, the memes or? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Well, we, I mean, we still got two tunes left, so there's plenty good, of me- good. meme talk there. Yeah. Well, what what do you want to play next? Yeah, let's try the let's try one of these East Texas San yes. numbers. So we'll just. Are we gonna do that? Three we're gonna and one? go into. Time warp mode here. Yeah. From the fiddling of Daniel Huggins Williams. Wow, Huggins, huh? Daniel That's great. Huggins Williams. It sounds like a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Let's try three and one, two step from East Texas Serenaders. With a with an intro at the top. One, two, five, one. One, two, one, two. Thank you. 
tune. I bet that's a first for this show. <laughs> we have not done that on the show yet. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Three and one, two step. I arguably still haven't done it, but <laughs> yeah. I, hung in there good. We yeah. can try it again if you want. Uh, no, that was that was great. I mean, I, I'll defer to you, but. Uh, yeah. I like, I like those, it. Those I was a little wonky moments. on the B part there both times, but I'm sure it's fine. I think I think I think we got it. <laughs> no, that, I think we got that's it. That's a whole alphabet of, of parts. <laughs> Absolutely. You need a you need a flow chart for that too. <laughs> so uh, this is the this is the part of the show where we typically like you know, talk about like promoting things. Like oh. if you have you know if if there are any ways that people can give you money for goods and services. Sure. Like Leo Dance Boards. Yeah, for we instance. offer goods and services. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean my website is maxrainwater.com, so that's probably where most of our um, most of my personal offerings will be located there. But also Nicole and I play in a duo called the Maple Tones. Yeah. And we have a band website called mapletones.band. So if you visit that, you will find our out-of-date schedule and a few recordings <laughs> that we've made. Um, but yeah, hopefully as hopefully as um, the summer goes on and we have a few more dates um, planned, we'll put those up. We are based in the Hudson Valley of New York, so so that's a long way from from here in Portland, Oregon. But any of your listeners are out that way. Yeah, where we're people out there. We're always we're always around the uh, the Kingston area. Ashokan, Ashokan as well. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm, Max, I'm available Max for makes lessons. Max really excellent dance boards. Uh, well, dance of, boards, dance wood. boards. Yeah, dance boards are um, oh. dance boards are made to order right now because they take a long time, and I have a baby to look after. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. But if you're really curious but about really about, nice. about a dance board, you can look look up slash leos uh, or lessons slash music Great. Well, oh, we can do a uh, Beaumont Reg. Let's do Beaumont Reg. That's a fun one. Also from Beaumont Reg. Yeah, also a la the East Texas Serenaders. They recorded this track. And those who aren't familiar with the East Texas Serenaders, their uh, their lineup is is really it's really great. They had the the fiddle, a four string tenor banjo, um, a flat top guitar, and then a, a cello with three with with only three strings on it. And, yeah, and. Um, and bowed like a bass, so yeah. So. Was it supposed to only have three strings? Well, oh, good question. Or Not was entirely it, sure. I've heard of these good church, question. I've heard of church basses yeah. that are like three-string cellos that, that you would have at a church if may, you can't have a piano. May or well or be, or may well be, right. Yeah, because in the photos, at least, that's what I'm going off of, is it did look like it is was set up. Is that a fourth peg? I don't think so. And I okay. think the, I think <laughs> the setup, I think this, there may be. This, this merits further investigation. Okay. But yeah, you get that bowed bass sound on these tracks, which is really, really a lot of fun. But yeah, here's Bo- Beaumont Rag in in, uh, in C major as opposed yeah. to the, the F major that goes around these. Th- thanks so much, Nicole and Max, for being on the show. Oh. This is so great to see you again. I'll, I'll say this like little anic- like I think I met you two at Weezer two three years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That accounts. Yeah. Yeah. I was having like it was my first Weezer. I was having a little bit of a weird time. Oh. Pacific Northwest, the old time scene here. It's kind of weird, and it's really different. I was feeling like homesick for East Coast festivals, and Weezer's a weird festival. <laughs> it's weird. It was our first Weezer. It was our yeah. first as Weezer well. as well, and it, it it was weird. I was in like a good, in a good way. I probably, if I wasn't carpooling, I probably would have just headed home. But then uh, I ran into you two, and you 
introduce yourselves to me. You showed me these awesome tunes. You made me quesadillas. Oh, I and remember the, you totally, the quesadillas. Now. You totally saved my Weezer experience. Aww. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Thanks for so sharing. Yeah. <laughs> we were glad to meet you too. Yeah. I remember you were playing, you just plopped yourself down in the middle and you were playing that uh, Lone Journey on banjo, but fast. Oh, interesting. And I never heard it played that fast, and I was, and it made me want to dance. So I went over and danced with you, and then I realized that it was kind of like a really sad song that I was dancing to, and I felt weird about it. But, <laughs> but you were playing it so dancey. Well, um, we to, I'm glad we were able to reconnect. Maybe you can stick them in the. Uh, Should I put them in the thing? Yeah, let's yeah, put them in, in the thing for the last one here. This is all. This is or a lot of this. I'm keeping in the actual thing. I love the verisimilitude of. I, I, there's been a couple couple baby episodes. One of them at least was lost at one point just because they mm. couldn't make it happen. But like... But Bowden's hanging in shout there. Shout out to Bowden, who's been an absolute peach. Only <laughs> very politely interrupted once. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was like, excuse me, my face is smashed in the netting. Yeah. Please reposition um, me. <laughs> yeah, Bowden has had a good day today. Yeah. Thanks, to, yeah. thanks to you, Cameron. Yeah, thank you, Cameron. <laughs> okay, so, Beaumont right, Rag. Beaumont Rag. Nicole and Max play as the Mapletones, and you can listen to their music, watch their videos, check their schedule, or add to their schedule by booking them at mapletones.band. And visit maxrainwater.com to check out Leo Dance Boards and to sign up for lessons. That's all linked in the show notes for this episode. You can support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend or sharing and liking the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and YouTube. And if you're able, please help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up In The Cool's merch store. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional Clawhammer Banjo series or to schedule a lesson with me. 
check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. We're up to 18 seasons of that show now, which is amazing. I'm so happy it's gone so long. A great jumping on point would be the episode one of any of those seasons, and I would definitely recommend this most recent one. So go check it out. And subscribe to Basic Folk, also in all the same places as this show. Again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.